1: You're listening to After Noir, broadcasting from the beautiful South Byrne. Set no assumptions.
2: Hello, 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 dear listeners. Welcome to Must Win Football here in South Pervensy. visit of Hull City to the Den. Um, Crucial game, dear listeners, as we know. We've just got four games left in the season now. uh, After that draw up there at Deepdale at Preston North End on Good Friday. Today we have to try and resurrect our playoff promotion push. The Lions today facing some changes, listeners. No Jed Wallace, make of that what you will. Um, the official club tweet says he's injured. Um, whether he's injured in inverted commas is another matter. I don't know. Um, I don't think it's like Jed to uh, dive and take a dive in a game, so um, we're going to take that face value. He's out today. That does mean the introduction of Tyler Puri also coming in up front. He's uh, Tom Bradshaw and Jules Savoy in midfield. So your, your lines are level. Let's read them all out in sequence. It's Bart Bielkowski and Gold backline. Therefore, will be. Uh, Murray Wallace um, Murray Dino Wallace Jake Cooper and Dan Ballard on either side of them. Scott Malone on the left Danny Mack on the right in midfield therefore is Jules Saville Billy Mitch in front of them will be Tyler Bury, Benny Gafobe and Tom Bradshaw on the bench this afternoon this is George Long Sean Hutchinson Michael Bell, Oliver Burke Shea Ojo Ryan Leonard. Evans. Decent looking crowd on a sunny, sunny day. Beautiful sunny afternoon in South Bermondsey. Flags are fluttering in the gentle breeze. Whole city of course in there are a tiger's outfit of old gold, is that called? Or is that wolves? Old gold and black. Amber and black. Lines in dark room and white. Of course, dear listeners, at Lions sit in the 10th spot 3 points just 3 points off of 6th spot occupied currently by Sheffield United Uh, albeit 3 clubs sitting between us and the Gold promised lands land of milk and honey that is called the end of season tournament we shall not use it's true name like Macbeth so Mill going to be attacking the away end in the first half in accordance with the teachings of the venerable Bede in 9th century Jarrow laid out Chapter and verse. Chapter and verse in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. Tyler Bury to kick us off, Dinizens. And away we go. Big time. Big time football lurks. I was quite struck after the uh, Good Friday results how many teams in the upper uh, tier of the the division looking nervous, I suppose. The the pressure of uh, what's at stake is something else. A chance, second half chance in the uh, now fabled fourth minute up there at Preston, where we had an opportunity to score that would have won us three valuable points. So In the event, a point is not too bad. Gary Rowett said after the game that it's probably not too bad as long as we win today. I don't think we've got anywhere to go if we don't get three points this afternoon, listeners. This Bradshaw, I just noticed. There's probably uh, probably berate me for no, just only just noticing this, listeners, but he wears his socks. Down lows, Steve Claridge style. I like it. Although Claridge's were um, just hang, would hang loose, wouldn't they? Whereas uh, Tom Bradshaw looks like he's got a certain style of short sock, like a gym sock, which is interesting. I haven't seen that before. No shin pads, but in that he is, that one with the uh, fabled Claridge. Good atmosphere and earlessness. Used to be full house, all the three stands look like they're, uh, three quarters plus full up, not quite a sellout. And gentlemen on the hull end, obviously drawing some comments, This I can't see him, so I can't describe how um, he actually does look. I get a sense he's carrying a little bit of weight, and he may not be the most um, likable of people from uh, drawing that from the chart we just heard looking towards the 10th minute, this is the 16, he finds the 5, there's space, oh that's a great save by Bart Bilkowski down low, wow, nice 1-2 on the edge of the penalty a 5 shot, not with any great power, but fast enough and Bart had to be down very, very smartly, um, almost fumbled it but managed to keep it at bay, good save Bart Bilkowski, 10 minutes in, it's going to be another game I think where patience is required, not our strongest attribute listeners at the den, is it, patience? 11 minutes in listeners certain sense of tension I think around the place I think that you'll find that as we've said already at all of the clubs who are fighting for that magic six spot in comes a corner left sided it's into the near post it's flicked away I think that was Ballard again 16 comes to 17 minutes that's a poor ball that's Tyler Bury from goal he's past the goalkeeper what can he do could beat the last defender there, the three. Big moment, there was a chance. Oh no, oh no. One of the, di- the criticisms of Bart Bielkowski is his distribution, of course. That said, to give it a bit of um, perspective, we do like a bit of perspective on Acton, on the listeners, don't we? Bart was giving an interview to the uh, London News online about the Ukrainian conflict, which is obviously on the borderlands of Poland, in effect. Balling from the right side there, from the team, that's hoofed clear. And he's saying to London News, he's got family living live in uh, the vicinity of Karlingrad, which is a Russian enclave in Poland. Um, and his sister is in the military police, so as he puts it here, he's effectively a soldier. So, you know, although Poland not actively involved in the conflict, you do wonder what can happen. So um, there must be a weight on his mind. I know it would be mine. That's enough perspective. Let's get back to the football. Just one more home game after this. Of course, that's on the 30th of April versus Peterborough. We've got a trip to St Andrews next weekend. 23rd, St George's Day. Ball down the line and it's going to run through to the goalkeeper. 24 minutes. And then the final game of the season after that will be um, Bournemouth away on May 7th. The end, the, the end of the season comes along like the, uh, the buffers at Charing Cross Station, very quickly as the Rail Express gets closer and closer to them. So far it's been a poor game really, nothing nothing hugely outstanding. 27 minutes in. Tireless chance being the, uh, the big moment, I suppose, in the opening uh, third of the game. So far I think we've been a little bit predictable in our approach. The long ball, uh, trying to get in behind the, the, the whole city defence is, is great and I'm not saying don't do that. In comes the, the corner as I'm waffling. Right side of the corner, that's long, picked up on the left side. But we just look a little bit, um, ball in from the left, that should be cleared, and is, but to no one forward. We look a little bit unable to pick open another difficult-ish side. Well, not hugely difficult, but actually a fairly average side. But the fact that we're struggling to unpick them is is, um, probably a comment on the lack of uh, creativity in the the middle side. And of course, without Jed Wallace, that's that's magnified, isn't it? 31 minutes. Incidentally, talking about Pep, some nice comments from Guardiola ahead of uh, their training session ahead of the, the FA Cup semi-final after their training session, I should say, held at the Den. Um, he did say, try and do us a favour. Um, which is, it was said in a way that implied that uh, it's kind of it, we might have to do him a favour in a kind of way that by sometime I sometimes might go and visit some relative I haven't seen for 20-odd years and I'll have to get down there sometime, you
0: know.
2: A kind of favour that may never come to pass, but is uh, has to be said for politeness' sake. A bloke making a one all sign at the, uh, and there's various masturbatory signs at the, uh, the, the uh, whole city end. I don't know what that means. What does one one mean? Just because it's new nil at the moment. And uh, chat, wanker, one one. Oh, one. One finger raised on both hands. I don't know what that means, listeners. And so he's been being, being quiet not Maybe be double quiet. I don't know. Nothing tremendously exciting so far, this is nothing to get the crowd into it which is a problem. We've got a decent crowd in today and they want to get involved but uh, nothing um, compulsive being produced by the Mill side so far. Tom Bradshaw trying to find Scott Maloney gets it through to, to Tyler Bury Nicely done Danny Mitch feeds it wide right This is Danny Mack now 36 minutes What can Danny do? Puts the ball into the middle Challenged header It's going to go looping away Just out of touch from him That's going to go for a throw in for Hull City End of season quality to it But in the sense of Nothing much at stake Listeners um, you know, we still got some big stakes on the table and you'd think we'd show a touch more Urgency We certainly have lacked imagination, creativity, for me, in the half. And it shows you what a hole Jed Wallace's departure is going to leave for our team. There's Dan Ballard in with a crunching tackle. He's gone down, but he's up again. Balls into the box. Tom Bradshaw at the far post. headed backwards. Scott Malone, six rounds. Probably not as much power as Scott Malone wanted on that, the goalkeeper did well to get down to his left, left-sided corner, 39, comes us 40 minutes. Another big opportunity there, Let's have a look at it on the screen. It's floated in from the right to uh, Bradshaw gets ahead on it, it falls to Bradshaw, volleys it and the goalkeeper actually does very well to get down low and left. What can we make of the half so far? There's still three minutes of it to go, plus any added time. Um, it's got to be said, the half has been um, not quite as, uh, you know, we're not been firing on all cylinders, this half. We are missing Jed Wallace. Um, I'd say there's a certain languid quality, and the third use of the word languid in one half of football, um, which has fade through to the crowd. There is a sense of um, slow motion to us and the predictability. I think that's probably my watch both for the half all over the top each time. This is Hull City breaking forwards. They've not had any real chances. Touchwood. We took towards the 43rd minute. This is the 16 just outside the D. middle D. Shots over the bar. Um, The Lions so far not quite on it. Um, We just need to find a little bit more incisiveness in the pass. We need a bit more energy. It's just not quite clicking at the moment, this is you feel a bit like me when I've had one too many glasses of wine these days next morning, not quite you know, simple things become slightly difficult first thing you can you know what you should be doing but somehow doing them in the right order is not easy, this is whole city twisting and turning on the right side of our penalty area, still in possession back and forwards, they're passing the ball that's gone into the defender boo's a bit strong for booing, listeners I've got to say, that wasn't um, brilliant it wasn't booable. It wasn't booable either. There we are. Anyway, half time. I'm going to take you to a conversation I had in the car park just before kick off today with Achtung Millwall listener Logan Cobb, all the way from Los Angeles, California. So I'm going to cut over now to have a listen to Logan and his and his group.
3: Achtung
4: Millwall.
2: I'm standing in a car park, and it is really weird who you meet, staying in a car park in, in South Burma, As young, and tell you that much, listeners. I've come across a bunch of Americans come over, and they're the eccentric variety that listen to Akdong Millwall. Logan, come, how are you, mate? I'm well, I'm well, thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. Well, it's good to finally meet you. I actually hadn't met Logan ever before. I didn't know what you looked like. Yeah. So I'm standing by the gate, and I'm asking basically every bloke, are you Are you Logan, anyone hanging around I thought I thought I was trying to get on, get on the pool, mate. How do you come to be a Millwall fan? How do you come to follow our glorious little club?
5: Well, it's good to be here, first off, talking to, to Nick, the, the podfather, as he's called over here. Uh, how does one become a Millwall fan in the U.S.? Uh, chose, that's, that's a fantastic chosen question. It. Yeah, it's so first thing, we've always had Americans around. In fact, you know, no, Mr. Burleson, our, our, our chairman, owns yeah. up. Uh, it started with Keller, right? The, yeah. the Keeper, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, we've always kind of had an American Bruce in Murray, I seem to remember. Yeah, yeah, Whitbread, uh, Jack Whitbread. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so Whitbread. it's, it's, it's yeah. come along. and um, But soccer in the U.S. was hard to come by until the immersion of Fox Soccer Channel. And that's a whole other conversation of right. television rights in the U.S. But uh, Fox Soccer Channel, we moved to a house in 2004 that yeah. had that. And that was during the run where this little club from South London was making... <laughs> A run in the FA Cup, and uh, yeah, really? yeah, how can you not fall in love? Um, absolutely. Yeah, first first match in person was 2019. That that Friday night fixture against Fulham, as we were back in the division, making a run in the playoffs. Fulham, unfortunately, bested us that night. But uh, have been just absolutely hooked ever and since. And you follow
2: it on on, uh, on, on stream on mm-hmm. live. Yeah, yeah.
5: I've had a, a virtual season ticket for six seasons now. Which uh, All the frustrations of it over here, multiply that, and that's how it is in the U.S. Um, (laughs) The only thing that keeps me going is our commentary team. They're fantastic, but uh, yeah, that is a struggle. And now we've got this, the new cast thing, whatever, but uh, yeah, Yeah. I haven't not missed a match in four seasons, uh, viewing-wise, but happy to be back in person for the first time since a U23 match in uh, twenty nineteen.
2: Fantastic. Yeah. Now I've got to get a word in with uh, Logan's woman, Molly. I'm taking it actually I'm, I'm I'm presuming that. I might have I might have put together a completely different scenario. Uh, Molly. Yes. Good to see you. Hi. Um, this is an English football match. Never been. Never been. Nope. <laughs> um, it's pretty calm.
0: Yeah, it, there's nothing I've heard. really
2: uh you know, you might hear the odd kind of profanity. Yeah,
6: it's okay. But they,
2: they, will, they will be picked up by the other members of the crowd. I hear happens. it
6: in the house when he watches the <laughs> matches, so it's okay. <laughs> Away from the children, so they don't pick it
2: up. You've picked a must win game for the Lions today, so no pressure, um, but we do need a win, so you you know you're a lucky mascot.
5: Hopefully, uh, we brought some good luck from across the pond. So,
2: we brought the good weather, we brought the good weather, weather. yeah. You brought some Californian weather, kind of, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Maybe deep midwinter in California. And one last word here from Parker, how are you doing, mate? I'm excited. You're excited, it's uh, it's a big game, Um, big atmosphere is expected, so um, yeah. Unfortunately, we've lost our best player, which is Jed Wallace, mm.
1: who's, who's
2: injured um, ahead of a possible transfer sale. Well, he's going to leave for nothing, actually, but it's a big money <laughs> for <laughs> This is the
5: first time that's happened for no, him. No, yeah. No, he's so
2: he's injured. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how we get on today. Listen, guys, it's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, God bless America.
6: <laughs> God bless Millwall. God bless
2: Millwall. God bless, God bless, God bless Mr. Mr. Berylson, who pays yes, for it. Thank you for the good
3: Achtung, Mailball.
2: Lights well, coming out for the second half, dear listeners. Big, big half of football ahead of us. Um, huge thank you to Logan, and to Parker, and to Molly for meeting up with me outside in the car park before the game. I hope you enjoyed that little conversation. It's um, always astounding to me how we can be heard all over the world. I know it's the internet, but I was uh, grew up in an era before <laughs> the internet was invented the idea that you can be heard and listened to in, um, well, last week was Jimmy in uh, Perth and Jimmy Webb and now California and all over the world. It's, it's something that never ceases to quite um, astound me. Um, we actually do get quite a substantial number of listeners in the USA. I think I'm speaking off the top of my head about one-fifth of our listenership is American-based. Uh, obviously the main bulk of it, I'd say near 80% is, is uh, UK a fairly big chunk in the US and Australia, which is what you might expect with the Aussies, but um, not so much perhaps with uh, the, the US, I don't know, but it's always welcome. Big shout out to all of our American listeners, do keep in touch with me, I do be ahead of the uh, events state side, and I might even start to develop a, a pseudo-American accent at some point, just out of a sense of a tribute to everyone. So, line's going to be kicking off the second half, attacking the cold blow lane in, in accordance with the Anglo-Saxon teachings of the venerable Bede. Well, I felt the first half we lacked creative spark, um, far too predictable with some of our tactics, and not enough fire in the belly, nothing to give the crowd something to, to chew on. This is what we've got to do in the second half, listeners. If we don't win today. I do think it's um, the fat lady is singing. Other results may still go our way, but um, we can't, uh, we're just going to run out of games after this. Just three games left after the finish of today's match. Hull City, so far, a pretty passing side, but nothing very decisive. These, these words may come back to me as they attack us down the uh, end. Danny does well to draw a free kick there. Uh, but nothing decisive from Hull City, no real chances at spring to mind. Our best chances are this shot from Malone springs into my head and also, of course, that chance where Bury almost found himself um, through on goal, but the last defender managed to salvage the situation. So we need to create more chances. More chances, one will go in, and that will ignite the den, dear listeners. George Saville wins the ball, this is Malone on the left now. Deep, deep, deep. deep. Tras into the middle, it falls to Phobe. Bouncing shot tipped over by the goalkeeper no power behind the Fobey's shot it's into the ground but the goalkeeper had an awkward uh, bounce to deal with he puts it over the bar 46 minutes for a, a right-sided corner Millwall. in comes the corner right side from Scott Malone it's a deep one it's, there's a phobie, he heads it back into the mix it's bouncing around Bradshaw just uh, can't quite get anything on the header there Mitchell collects it's now back to Malone on the right side his cross is blocked 47 minutes right start for the Lions Still got men forwards, Danny Mack with a deep, deep cross. That's too deep to the goalkeeper. Movement now, this is the 20 on the right side of the little box. Well blocked there by Dan Ballard. That's going to go for a right-sided corner. Here comes a corner into the mix that hits the post. Oh, a miracle save! wow it hit the post shot from point blank range that somehow Bart has kept out and then into the side netting somehow don't ask me how that happened Lions not switched on at all in defence listeners. could have been another corner must have been blocked sideways into the side netting The Mill really dodged a bullet there best chance of the, of the game really for whole city in we come again it's a deep one bouncing around it should be cleared by Bennett is by Murray Wallace in the end. Deep, deep, deep to nobody. Scott Malone chasing down in the uh, opposition penalty area. He must be given instructions to get forward warm. This is now Tyler Bury on the left side. He's got two men on him. Can he get a chance to get something in? He can. He's made a little dribble there. His ball into the box It's Billy Mitch falls to Malone. That's got him in the net! One nil mil wall! So the belt slap dash, but it's got him in the net. I don't know how much he meant of that shot. I'm gonna call it a shot. I'm gonna give it dignify it. Uh, it looked like he's stumbling forwards and somehow it's gone into the left side in off the post somehow. I don't know how that's happened. I'm gonna watch it on the on the screen. More by luck than design, but they all count. There goes uh, Bury. Nice dribble down the left. Let's watch it now. He cuts the ball back. I think he finds Billy Mitch and misses it. Malone in the tackle. It comes it comes off the tackle almost on into his shin. It's gone in the net. The Lions get a huge dollop slice of good luck. We've literally just missed um, dodged the bullet down our end, and now we've got a huge slice of good luck cake. That's got the crowd fired up. sure Lions got to ride that luck I mean that that was a big um, a fluky goal but we'll take it but it was a big big chance to uh, press forwards now the railway train is it back on the rails I thought it was on a go slow in that first one for the younger listeners there a go slower work to rule 1970s talk listeners no wind out there now the flags are all hanging very very limp beautiful sunny day though shadows covering about half the pitch and what is effectively gentle sunshine this ball breaks Tom Bradshaw for on goal what can he do through the to Tom Bradshaw who loves the goalkeeper with a plum there's those 55 minutes 2-0 that's an insurance goal let's have a look at it again ball logged forwards I think Benikaphobia gets a header to it let's have a look at the replay. It does it's behind the defender Retro runs on and he just chips it nicely, very nicely over the goalkeeper. 2-0. There's a song we haven't heard for a long time, the EIO song. Well, that settled a few nerves inside the stadium, listeners. Lions taking their time, reforming. That's one of my bugbears, isn't it? It's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. We did take our time there, reforming after the goal, but oh, I forgive them. I forgive us. We don't forgive opposition, we forgive us, from rules of the den. watch a school here in South Bermondsey dear listeners tough love tough love 57 minutes mine's got to keep hold of this this lead this this needs uh, a disciplined approach now listeners Tom Bradshaw's put a good shift in this afternoon dear listeners as we tick to all 60 minutes uh, good goal obviously well finished but he's also done a lot of pressing work and just pursuing the ball back that's going to go back to the goalkeeper but He's put a real, real effort in there. Put a whole city still trying to do this, play their way out of trouble business. There we are. There's the uh, one quarter of the game to go. Lions sitting pretty at the moment, two goals ahead. We shouldn't be giving up this situation now, listeners. I know that's uh, famous last words we've said a few times over the course of many, many games this season. But we should not be giving up two goal leads, not when we have uh, the riches, the, uh, the, the, the Kublai Khan, El Dorado. Xanadu lurking at the end of the season if we can keep the pressure going Um, Harry's just sent through uh, as we speak league table showing us in 7th as I said already 65 points behind just one now position behind Sheffield United so huge huge chance here listeners chance for Hull to break now listeners. it's come over to the left side 76 minutes you do without that nervous last ten minutes where we're down to one goal, a slender one-goal lead. If at all preferable, if at all possible. Ball in now from the right, that's gone for a goal pitch. Ball breaks. Jules Savile trying to find the ball through. It falls to Tyler Bury. Just lovely, angled right-sided ball. Ball's into the middle, it falls now to Murray Wallace. Oh, is it? Was Oh, who was that? That was uh, Jill Saville, was it? Murray Wallace. <laughs> On those um, harem scaring moments of beautiful balling from the right side by a Danny Mac. It fell to Murray, Murray Wallace. Let's have a look at the replay. Lovely ball from Tyler. Trying to find Danny Mac. Balls across the face of the goal. I thought uh, Murray was scored and that looks like um, Danny Mac, he got that last chance. Let's have a look. Bull skim the crossbar, whoever that, it's very hard to see from the replay. By the time you hear this show, you'll know all about it. They'll be saying, what an idiot, he don't know which mill player, his team, hit the crossbar there. Just reading that uh, Thomas Frank of Brentford and David Moyes are in the house looking at players, presumably. Um, don't know who. Left-sided corner, 86 minutes. That's into the six-yard zone. Hutchinson gets his head to it. Right. Ball bouncing around, put in the net for 2-1. Ball fell to the nine. A little bit of argy-bargy now. Is ever trying to get the ball? Slack from Millwall, to be honest with you, to concede. In my opinion. Nine slammed it home with a, a plomb. It wouldn't be Millwall if it was easy, would it, listeners? Paul falls now. Tom Bradshaw, shows in the penalty area. What can he do? Shot just wide, wide right from distance. Last few seconds of the game now, listeners. With a nervy finish. More nervy than we would have wanted. It's been a good second half performance by Millwall big, big slice of luck for that first goal from uh, Sean uh, Scott Malone. Nice finish for the second goal from Tom Bradshaw. Um, all was in control, having hunky-dory until we give away that sloppy late goal for Hull City. But we are now ticking down towards the last few seconds of the game. There it is. Mill win it 2-1. The Raric train is back on track when I checked earlier on Harry sent me a through a uh, table showing this in 7th position listeners equal points for Sheffield United I don't know if that's still so You have to look at the other results really strong win it was all about the result today and that was a good second half performance by Bill standout players today for me Tom Bradshaw up goal I like the look of uh, Dan Ballard in defence I'm going to make my man of the match I'm going to make it uh, Bradshaw for his efforts and for his um, industry for the whole game We're going to be right back after these messages dear listeners.
4: we're at the den dear listener on our way um to the surrey canal road uh where you're not allowed to park anymore because of the darn council but yeah whew, it was a squeaky last few minutes of the game um i thought the first half was was rather flat as recent home first halves have been uh, i thought oh, what awful awful in parts so, um, we were commenting a lot around us that they couldn't really control the ball well. They couldn't really trap the ball well. and their first touch let them down, it was very heavy a number of times. But I thought we would, we were guilty of not exploiting that because all you had to do was put pressure on them. And, and th- th- they were cracking when there weren't any pressure on them, um, let alone imagine if we actually put someone on them who was half decent and, and could put, um, put a bit of pressure so they didn't have much time on the ball. Second half, obviously a lot better. We did get a stroke of luck via um malone's goal it was malone's goal wasn't it the stroke of luck Um, and i think we deserved that i think in truth we all deserved that we've had a we've had a season where we've not had much luck go our way with things like injuries and referees decisions and all that kind of thing so to actually get something go our way for once um was good and was happy with that bradshaw took his golf really really well and even though there was a slight defensive mishap which led to holes go at 2-1. I don't really think we oh, were right. really under any real, real threat of conceding, even though I said half-tongue-in-cheek, it was a little bit squeaky bum. I'm, ba- I'm back, dear listener, ladies and gentlemen and all listeners, with with Chris from Welling, who we call for, for GDPR reasons. Chris from Welling, we can only give first names. Chris, what do you reckon, mate? Yeah, I thought we'd done all right. Second half was much improved. The first half was,
2: well, it was the first half, that's all I can say. There was nothing else to say about the first half. But yeah, second half, I thought we played a lot better. I think, you know, we deserve to go two up. Stroke of luck. Obviously, we rode our luck because they hit the, they hit the post and then we go up the other end and we get the, the foot of Malone, <laughs> the lucky bounce, and uh, and then we take over the game and we could have probably gone on and won it three, three nils, maybe no! even four. There
3: was chances.
4: or well, Bury no. B- B- at the bar as well, didn't yeah, exactly. he? exactly. Yes, we come close. One, one thing I will say, though, is that um, once again, you need to praise... Um, Gary Rowett, considering the fact that you know we we've not had a full squad for the vast vast majority of the season, and we are now on joint um, joint points, isn't it? Just just outside goal difference with sixth place, and that is, do you know what? Even with a full Millwall squad, um, you you know you'd struggle to finish in the top half of the table. So the fact that the fact we're in the in in touching distance of to the playoff with a few games to go, and that Rowett train that Rowett train that was stuck at a station with a few train spotters looking at it is now. Is now roaring. Do we believe we've got a decent running, dear listener? We've got a decent running in the fact that we've got Birmingham who are bottom of the table. Peterborough who probably will go down by the time we've played them. And Bournemouth who probably will be up or at least have those playoff places secured by the time that we played them there. So, oh, is it on? Do we, Do we dare? Do we dare indeed, Chris from Welling. Do we dare? Do you know what? I bought my ticket. I'm on the train. Sorry, Harry Warren. Mate, I'm on that train. Playoffs or oh, no, no, don't say the p-word. End of season tournament here are we are come. Oh, and one final point about Benik Not necessarily his best game today in a Millwall shirt, and um, and also there were some people in block three that were giving him a little bit of a uh, little bit of ag but he just he just is a class above what we have at the moment. I know Bradshaw's goal was well taken. Um, but a phobe is a player who I'd like to see maybe next year. I, I, I found out the other week that, yes, he didn't have... Um, it wasn't last year of his contract. He's actually got one year left. So do we do do we do we the Ryan Woods where we sign one loan for another year? Maybe I um, sign him permanently or try and see if we can sign him permanent on, at the end of the season because I do think it is worth a punt. So well done, Fobe. I know you're a low listener of phobe. You tweet him most weeks under another pseudonym. Um but keep keep going, Bennick. You're doing well in block three, mate. That's what we all think.
7: Well, just back after that fantastic 2-1 win for Gary Rowett, Millwall. And that was the most comfortable yet nervy 2-1 I've seen in some time. We were fantastic in the second half. First half, I thought we were really lethargic. I thought, do we actually want to getting the top six, you know, we, we looked off the pace a little bit, we were a bit passive um, without the ball, we sort of let Ole play football um, for a bit, not in, in the manner that they could, not particularly threatening, but Bart had to make two or three great saves during the game, I think one in the first half, but realistically at half time I just thought we needed to step it up, it reminded me a bit of the Swansea game, and then second half we come up. Uh, and we have a rocket up our arse, and we play how uh, we, we can, and, you know, we get that goal, OK, massive bit of luck involved, and then the den lifts, and the pressure's lifted, and the team stops playing with the brake on, and we we look fantastic going forward, resolute at the back. I didn't think we should have conceded today. That's annoying that we conceded because we're in a goal-difference race now with Sheffield United, where I'm watching defender corner as I take this, and that's a free kick, surely, ref. That is a fucking disgusting decision. And now they're on the counter, as I speak. Anyway, they, um yeah, Millwall were fantastic. And realistically, he should have won by more than the odd goal. We had chances near. Burke had a chance. Bury off the bar. Murray Wallace could have scored. Bradshaw put one wide. I thought the goal that he took was absolutely phenomenal. That finish to sort of open his, sort of hit it with step. From where I was sitting, I haven't seen it again. But it was, you know, he took that really early, um, and that beat the keeper kind of thing out. Uh, That's a confident striker, and that's good to see from Tom Bradshaw. But um, yes, we roll on. The Railway Express rolls on, and we um, all we can do is win our games. I've seen online that I think QPR have got Sheffield United. QPR are two points behind us, Sheffield United. The second to last game, the week that we played Peterborough. So it's in our own hands. Go away to Birmingham, win, make the season go on again to the game against Peterborough, and we'll go from there and we'll see what we can do Um, because, realistically, it's not in our own hands, but we've we've somehow managed to get there and I generally do believe that whoever finishes sixth has got a massive chance of winning promotion to the Premier League this season um, in the playoffs uh, or the end of season tournament as Nick... Would make us say, but um, yeah, come on, roll on Saturday if your nerves can can handle it. And uh, I've been waiting twenty odd years since we were in the playoffs in two thousand and one, two thousand and two, um, in the championship for us to get back there. And uh, that's why we've got to make sure we're there this time. Arriva Derci, Millwall.
1: W virtual listeners, Jiri Skalak here. Well, 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 the Lions are well and truly roaring still, listeners. We thought we were down, we thought we were out, but we're still in with a chance. I'm actually recording post-Sheffield United's one-all draw at Bristol City, meaning we are one point. That is right, a single point of sixth place with three games to play. Um, We've had a little bit of luck, I suppose, with some of the average form of some of the other teams going towards the top six you know our defeat against Swansea and draw at Preston should have meant the Lions were out of it but a good win today means that we are very much back in the mix uh, and have an excellent chance now of actually sneaking in but we shall see I thought today's performance it was a frustrating first half Uh, we've said that a lot about Lions first half performances huffing and puffing You know, they didn't look too dangerous going forward. Uh, We stayed in the game. You know, we were almost looking to sort of pounce on any mistake. You know, we weren't really trying to create a lot, which was a little bit frustrating. Um, But as with a lot of performances at home, you know, in the second half of this season, we seemed to come alive in the second half, and we certainly did. Um, One of the strangest goals I think I've ever seen (laughs) from Scott Malone, Um, clearance hits into his shin And from outside the box, manages to go into the bottom left. Um, Not quite seeing a goal like it. Um, But what a second goal that was from Tom Bradshaw, a striker in form, a striker with a lot of confidence. And that was absolutely dispatched well. And we had them on the ropes for most of that second half. It could have been another Barnsley in terms of three or four goals. Um, but Typical Millwall. We let a little sloppy goal in towards the end of the game and it was a little bit ropey towards the end, but I think we had enough to see the game out and in the end deservedly won. Um, so we on head on to Birmingham who have lost 6-1 uh, today. So uh, I don't know if they're on their holidays, but uh, massive game again. We've just got to keep going and keep working hard. Um, you know, if, if we can make 6th, Um, I mean, I don't know if I'm optimistic. It's just one of those where it's been so up and down for quite a long period of time. You just don't know, listeners. But the fact that we're still talking about playoffs and the fact that we're closest that we have ever been with three games to go has only got to be a good thing. So, you know, credit to the team, still battling away. We've won when it mattered today. Results went our way. But all you can do, listeners, is win your games and see what else happens. So bring on Birmingham on uh, Saturday. Another huge match for the Lions. But um, yeah, enjoyed that one today. And the dream is still alive, listeners. Come on, you Lions. Not as convincing
3: as the 4 1 win last week over Barnsley, but a win is a win. And at times, Millwall did look very, very good for it this Monday. Um, they're still in with a shout. I don't think a couple of months ago anyone would have thought we'd be this close to the playoffs. One point away after Sheffield United's draw with Bristol City. You know, you're looking at the games we've got coming up and you think we should, you know, touch wood, be beating sides below us. I mean, Millwall, that's normally been a thorn and Millwall side, but the performances against Hull today and, and, like I said, against Barnsley are quite promising, you'd hope. Um, took a bit of a while to get going. The... The first half was not a, a classic by any means and there's a bit of luck needed for the goal and, and just before it as well where we kept Hull out somehow. Bart making another great save. That one might be one of the most important ones he's made in a while but <clears throat> the post helping out there as well. Um, really good performances from Bradshaw I thought, from Bury, from Ballard. I think all the back four, back five played quite well today. Um, Scott Malone wasn't great in the first half but then to get his goal, you know, it's... It, 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 that's how it works sometimes not necessarily having the best game but you get that bit of luck and you, you just kind of set the tone shame he came off with injury you worry that that might be him for the season but then again you look at depth <clears throat> with Worry Wallace moving to wing back and, and Hutchison coming back in there's not really too much to worry about there um, you'd have thought Jed would be a big miss We didn't really notice it today I mean maybe at times you could do with his quality and you'd rather have him in there than not hopefully he's not out for too long as well but the route train just keeps on rolling on and, you know, three games to go in the season. The fact that Millwall was still very much in it is a is a really good testament. I think when we were <clears throat> dropping down into 12th, 13th and really the season just looked like to be completely petering out. The side have dug so deep, especially with the injuries, to, to pull them back to this position. You know, whether or not they get top six in the end, I don't think anyone can be unhappy with how this season's gone. Um, but we have three games left. Maybe five games left. Let's hope the sides around us can keep dropping points and let's hope Millwall can keep up these sort of performances. A little bit of consistency and a little bit of quality. And who knows where the season will end. Come on, you Lions.
8: Hi, Nick. Matt Richards, just driving back. Um, Bloody hell, bloody hell. What a last six, seven minutes, eh? Wasn't supposed to be that nervous, was it? Um, I mean, what a great result, though. What a great result um we had to win today and uh half time it was looking like it was touch and go um we might have been thinking oh we sneak a 1-0 then but you know second half we were looking so comfortable weren't we really um we were 2-0 up in in no time and um yeah looking just uh, struggling around looking like we we're gonna score two or three they keep making quite a few good saves Although, I'm not sure how good the saves were because I don't know if our finishing was that amazing either. Um, but yeah, fantastic, fantastic win. Level 1 points at Sheffield United. Um, just got to keep winning. That's all we can do. It can't affect anything else. We need other clubs to kind of you know, slip up. Um, so all we can do is just keep winning, really. You know, who knows what's going to happen now. We need Jeb back, I think. Um, yeah. You know, because um, we need to nick a, nick a goal or two up at Birmingham. That's not going to be an easy, easy game, because Birmingham, they won't want we'll us to beat them. Um, and then we've got Peter, where we should, should be at home, but again, it's going to be nervous. And then the last game, and then who knows? Who knows? But you know, I can't fault the lads today, or the management today. You know, They've done really well. It's been a good season so far. Whatever happens now, it's been a good season, I think. Based on our, our budget and what we've had to go through this year injury-wise, etc., etc. Strengthening depth in the squad, blah, blah, blah. Um, but wouldn't it be good to get in the playoffs? Wouldn't it be good? We need it there. Come on, you Lions. Cheers, Nick.
6: Hi, Nick. John Rankin calling in um, after the, uh, the victory against Hull City today. Well, there's an old uh, cliche that football is a game of two halves and it certainly was a game of two halves today. It was um, a frustrating first half in the cold blow lane end, very reminiscent of the uh, away visit that we went to against Blackpool, where there seemed to be no connection between the back four and the front players, in that the midfield players weren't coming and showing for the ball. Um, it just seemed to be Mill playing it around at the back, switching it from side to side, and then hitting long, hopeful balls down the channel. And um, it left us feeling a bit forlorn at half-time. Then the enigma that is Scott Malone <laughs> in the second half scored um, a fluke goal, came over and celebrated at the Colbro Lane, and got us all on our feet and going. And it was a different game entirely. The second goal from Tom Bradshaw was absolutely brilliant. And to be honest with you, from where we were, we could have had four or five goals. Typical Millwall style to let in uh, a late goal from Hull. So that had us all nerve-wracked. But we go onward and upward to Birmingham City. There was a lot of talk before the game about the formation. We were all discussing... um, why Jed Wallace wasn't playing. We're hearing this groin strain, but we were sadly lacking Jed in that first half because there was nothing creative going forward. Second half, um, I think Billy Mitchell and George Savile had a great game. And it, Saville, uh turned up and kind of took that Jed Wallace role a little bit to make his way through. Yeah, and Tyler Bury played ever so well in the second half. Um, whenever he got the ball... Um, against one, or I noticed there were two defenders on him most of the time, Um, he found a way to snake his way through. Absolutely fantastic, and I hope to see more of him. He'll he'll get better and better. So I think there's a lot of positives in the Millwall team. Billy Mitchell had a great match. Uh, Danny McNamara played well. Uh, The the defence was good. And it really was um, a, a really good display from Millwall. It's a tricky formation they're playing. There's been a lot of debate about this 5-2-3 formation. It means that we play very wide and teams come through the middle. And I think so much depends on uh, on the uh, defensive midfielders to stop that coming through. So I think we still look weak in the middle of the park. But, you know, we hit quickly and we hit on the counter, counter break. And we look really threatening. So, who knows? We're off to Birmingham next week. Let's see what happens. My honest feeling is is that if we get into the playoffs, I think we're going to go up to the Premiership. That's how I honestly feel. Um, I think if we do get into these playoffs, we're going to have these teams rattled. So, it's a fantastic time to be a Mill supporter. And it was a great day uh, at the Den. Thanks a lot. First off, a bit of a combination, I think, of the, the, maybe the pressure on the game, maybe the importance of the game when you see the earlier result. Um, we came out better second half. We created a lot of chances in second half. And, and To score the two goals, I think, was um, deserved on the performance. Um, should have probably at that point should have gone and made it more. Um, I think that was the frustration. You know, at that point, we, we looked full of confidence. We looked full of running. We looked full of chances. I think mean, we've had three or four good chances on the back of 2 0 and of course, when you create a bit of nervousness in a stadium and a bit of nervousness with a performance by conceding a late goal, um, you know, I had, I had a five minutes where I probably wasn't as comfortable as I was for the 20 minutes prior
4: to that.
2: That voice you just heard there, listeners, was, of course, our manager, Gary Rowett, the worker of Miracles at halftime. And what's that sound I hear off in the distance? It is, of course, the whistle of the Rowett Express, which is now back on the rails. Joining me on the train to who knows where <laughs> is our show regular. Graham Payne. Well, you're, you're a ticket man on the, on the train, Graham.
9: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. to the Rowett
2: Express, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
9: It keeps
2: stopping and starting, but it's back on the track again. <laughs> it's it's one of those trains I used to get on the going to Charing Cross that would sometimes stop at St John's, and you were, like, oh, "What are doing yeah. here in the middle No <laughs> one gets on, no one gets off at St John's. Um, seventh position after that very nervy win today, Graham. I mean, it's yeah. I, I've, I've been looking at the table ever since I walked out of the Den tonight. It looks a bit odd, I must say. Um, well, it was a very nervy game today, mate, wasn't it?
9: Yeah, it was. When we got two new up, I, I was sitting there and I thought we'd get the third, but then it didn't happen. And then you get, obviously, mm-hmm. the, the typical Millwall, t- five <laughs> five minutes plus five eight minutes added on after the goal. But no, I'm, I'm just, I don't know if you just... Sheffield United have drawn, so they're one point in front of us.
2: Oh, right. Okay, they, so that's live. Right, right. Yeah. At Bristol, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's is uh, that, that. I mean, I, I don't think it makes us much difference because I think they had a slightly yeah. better goal difference than us anyway. So, I'm going to call that a point in 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 real life. Um, so, three games to go now. Um, it's an amazing turnaround of the season, really. Um, and today's game, in some ways, is representative of the season because you had a bit of everything. You had you had some fairly uh, unimaginative play, especially in that first half. I was. Um, just doing some of the editing for the live stuff that we do. And and the number of times I said to myself, a uh, the, the, uh, kind of a predictable ball over the top that went into the defenders each time, going nowhere, couple of chances. I think Tyler got through on goal and just couldn't bring the ball under control, having got around a goalkeeper. But nothing hugely imaginative in the first half, Graham. Um, one thing that did stand out, and I think we we, we tend to take Bart for granted, but I mean, it, that was a hell of a save. He made at the start of the second half there. But it's still nil it, nil.
9: I'm sure there was one in the first half and all that he pulled off. Um, yeah, I'm, I might, I might be wrong there, but just before we scored, that he pulled off a save there from the, the guy at the far post. And yeah, I mean, yeah, the amount of saves he pulls off during the season is, is it's, it's you know incredible.
2: Amazing. Goal goal, goal saving. You know, I mean, yeah. I suppose every save is goal saving if you want, but these are. Um, I suppose it's hackneyed phrase to call it world class level, but I, I, I can't think of many goalkeepers that can do that at any level. You know, I mean, there was, the chance right. at the start of the second half was a point blank shot from a couple of yards out, you know, it wasn't far, and he's yeah. got down for it. How he does that, I don't know. Um, because he, he doesn't look the most mobile, but he, he does
9: get down to these, <laughs> you know, when he's got the ball at his feet, he doesn't look the greatest, <laughs> but when when there's like a shot stop, he's down and he saves them. I mean. As someone's That's,
2: probably already pointed out, the amount of points he must save us during the season is phenomenal, yeah. I think. I and mean, there's a reason you he's know. been um, player of the season the last couple of years. I don't think, I think it's due for someone else this year, but yeah. he'd, he'd still be a contender for Migram. Um Yeah. I suppose um, if you're going to be really picky, and it, and we are talking about the highest level because uh, that's 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 where we aspire to get. So his distribution lets him down. He put he, he made a really good save and then put the ball almost threw it straight into touch afterwards um, yeah. in the first half. But you know you you have to take the the rough for the smooth. Um, I thought I you know at the end of the first half, I, I've noticed a thing at the Den, listeners, and I don't know if you agree with this ground, but it seems to be too quick to boo him off. I mean, it wasn't a great yeah, half. Yeah, I, I don't sure. agree with all that. No, you know, if, we're
9: uh, not one, if we're not winning, they get booed
2: off. Which booed off is a bit- yeah, you know, it's a bit. You, can, you can you can talk in a cold light of day. We we should have been better, and we didn't unpick a defence that was not the hardest, but you know, still they're set up in front of us. But I don't get. I mean, we've heard it increasingly as as the season's gone along. Like we are, I don't know who we think that we should be like Chelsea. I'm I'm doing a, you know a top level European side. Here. It's yeah. Booing off the team half-time, I think is is I, I can't I can't get my head around it. Um. But the second half, much better. Um, so we went from the sublime to the ridiculous <laughs> um, Scott Malone's goal. I mean, I, I, I've had yeah. to look. I, I found it on – on uh, someone put it on uh, on Twitter earlier on. Um, I mean, good good fortune. I mean, you, you do need lady luck to smile on you sometimes, Graham. And blimey, she, well, she had a <laughs>
9: – How often do we get that luck? And it was not – you know, we don't get it very often. And, no. I mean, the ball was running away from him. He's gone in for the tackle, wasn't he? And bang, he's gone into
2: the – uh, kind of ball come ball off his shin somehow yeah. off a tackle. Um, yeah. no, um, I, no, I'll take that luck any day of the week because we don't get it very often, as you, as you rightly say. Um, I thought Malone, uh, the last couple of games, I, th- I don't think Malone's been at his best. No, and I'm no being, being I totally agree with that.
9: I saw the game Friday yeah. and even today I thought he was off. His passes were astray and I thought yeah. maybe that's the, you know, the bit of luck and he'll kick on, but then... What, ten minutes later, he's going. Well, was it a bit late? He's gone off, and then I reckon he's pulled his hamstring. So, oh, did um, I
2: haven't seen any detail yeah, on that. That's, I've that's seen
9: a, a little snippet on the um, BBC site that Gary Rowett has right. said that he's pulled his hamstring, and and Jed could be out for the rest of the season. He's got to have a scan on his groin.
2: Right. Um, okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I was being um, a bit cynical about Jed's injury before the game, but I think um, I, I actually I don't think, think a few you know,
9: people were online. <laughs> I think I mean, yeah,
2: I mean, I admonish myself really because I think, in fairness to Jed, and I think in fairness to Scott Malone, they're both honest players, Graham. I don't, I don't think yeah. they take a dive. You know, I think especially with the season the clock, building to a climax yeah. now, you know, they want to be in it. If, don't
9: it was, they? if the season was done and and Jed's yeah. going to go as we all expect, then you could see well, yeah, well, there's nothing to play for. You know, I'll take a... But we're, we're right in the mix. Why would why would they... Well, especially Jed, why would he say, oh, no, well, I'm injured? You know, I... I no, I, I think I there's too th- much of that before the game today about, oh, he's not playing and all that, but...
2: I, I, I don't think that's Jed Wallace's um, nah. psyche. I don't think that's how he operates... Um... And you know, if I was a player, I wouldn't look online. I think I'd, I'd make a point in not looking. I know they do, but stuff like that would really give you down when, mm. when you read it. Um, we've gone from perhaps one of the most fortunate goals we'll see all season, possibly a few seasons with uh, with with, uh, with Scott Malone, um, but then a really nice finish ground by Tom Bradshaw. Is yeah. that magic thing that 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 that? that that th- the goal scoring forward. He, I mean, all he does is score goals. You know, he, he, that was a really good finish um, from a yeah. nice flick header. Actually, I think it was a Fofana, wasn't it? From it was a phobia, a yeah. ball yeah. inside behind the behind the defender. Nice finish.
9: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I totally, like him. Yeah, I was going to say, I was under. You know, he's, he's had a couple of seasons where he's, you know, he struggled a bit, and he Tom. But this like this season, since he's got his place back in the team, and he's got on that run. Scored a few goals, and yeah, I think now he is back, you know, to his best. I think, and um, he works quite well with a phobia at times. I feel I know, yeah, you know, he gets a bit of stick again, a phobia, but I, 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 would, I personally, I would keep him because he scored 10 goals in the championship. Bradshaw's yeah. got, well, got 10 and all today, so yeah. I mean, how long, and when was the last time we had two strikers to score 10 goals in the championship? You know, well, you, I mean, you're
2: going back to Morrison and Gregory, aren't you? Which yeah. is a few years ago now, you know. Yeah. Um, the thing I like about a phobia as well, I mean, uh, there, are, uh, there, are, there are comments all around, I'm sure, where you sit and yeah. where I sit, uh, lazy and, and, you know, kind of slow and all the rest of it. But when, he, when he's when he got an ability to control and take a ball, and and I mean, we saw a fantastic bit of skill against Barnsley. Didn't quite see it yeah. on that level today. But he, he takes balls and holds the play very very well and there is another level to his, his his play and we don't get players like that very often you know um, No,
9: and it was it was the other one where he ran through in the second half and then that, he ran right through right, yeah. and then just kicked the ball just too far in front of him and that's obviously you know what stops him from being you know a top 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 club you know top Premiership
2: yeah. struck him, you know? Yeah, so, uh, speaking entirely from memory, did we not have a, a, a chance that kind of clipped the top of the bar at one point? That was Tyler
9: half? Bury, yeah. Barry Wallace yeah. coming at the far post. The Colt people yeah. saved it. Tyler Bury got to it and then hit the top of the bar. i was pleased for him and
2: all. Yeah, second I thought we... Tyler
9: I, Bury.
2: Yeah. Bury. played well today, uh, especially in the second half. Um, I thought he looked yeah. at, at, a little bit at, at sea. You know, he's still a young player, Graham, isn't he? I mean, he's still got you' to thing. Learn. You've got, you know, he's still I, I, learning his
3: trade.
9: I did think that before the, the first goal, I could see two changes. I think I thought he'd take off Bury and he'd take off either a or Bradshaw and bring Burke and yeah, Ojo. yeah, I, that's what I saw yeah. happening. But obviously, yeah. he did, you know, the goal and then Tyler Bury seemed to, you know, he did kick into life and he got a bit of confidence down that left side. So it was good to see well, he, because.
2: Well when Good he plays with confidence, he's a talented boy. And yeah. you know, some nice runs down that left side, and that's that's what we need to see. Um as ever though, <laughs> we, we can't close out a game without having that nervy last five minutes down to down, you know, with a, a reduced one goal lead, you know, it just can't be done at Millwall, can it? Is uh, yeah. it's almost in the DNA ever, ever since you and me have been going, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's got to be that way, it can't be done with some ease or comfort. Other teams do it, we don't. We, we've got to, we've got to have a nervous five minutes of uh, you know, where you, you you're kind of on the edge of your seat. Or, good job, good job. I took all my heart tablets, Graham. I'll tell you that much because
0: <laughs> <laughs> <you're playing the, laughs> something chronic. <laughs> <quick. laughs> <laughs> yeah,
9: yeah, but you're, you're but, right. It's just part of our DNA, and we've got to have that, you know, hanging on. Seems the to end. be.
2: <laughs> seems to be. Leave. I mean, leave, leaves us um, in seventh position as we as we've said, yeah. which is which is some achievement. <laughs> Forty three games played, and somehow with other results going our way, and uh, as you say, uh, Sheffield have drawn uh, as we speak, so they're on sixty six points now in that magic six spot. Mill, just below one point behind. And five goals as well, which may or may not it's make a much point, difference really, to isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's,
9: you know, we've got to win every game.
2: I think left. To well, there's honest. nowhere else to go with it, Graham. Is there? I mean, no. I think that's no. it, at least it makes the um, the equation quite simple because we've got to go Birmingham, win. We've got to beat Peterborough, and then we've got to get a result at Bournemouth. I mean, we don't know how other results will go, but we, from our point of view and our perspective, we need three wins. But just to be in this situation, um, and again, no Jed today, as we've said already. Um, my, my inclination when we started, even at the end of the first half, was, wow, what a hole he leaves when he's not involved in the, in the side. Yeah. But actually, we did change it in a second. And, and you know, there was, I think, the likes of Tyler. They may not be I a think Jed one. You know, I the one but... we
9: really miss, though, is Mason Bennett. He makes such yeah, a difference Dominic, when he's inside. Dominic. Yeah, yes. I agree. You know, I, get, I think that gets a bit overlooked. You think of that run when we went all in run, he was one of the main uh stays of it. He come out the side and we you know, it's only then when you think about it, you think about Jed, yes, he is the main creative, but we do miss Mason Bennett. Unfortunately, yeah. you, you've just got no reliability with his fitness. But when he's you know, on that left hand side he's very dynamic and he does give us something uh, you know, extra that we, we do miss when he's not there.
2: Absolutely. And I mean, we've mentioned it loads of times, I don't want to go over it again, but I mean, at the end of the season, we'll see a lot of players at the end of their, of their um, you know, loans and contracts and, and so on. It was interesting that we didn't see Ojo today, I thought we might do. No. Um, it was interesting, and I, I approved actually of the decision to play Bury, who is our, our player rather than, yeah. you know, yeah. a, a lone player, as much as, um, you know, there's lone players like Dan Ballard who has been an absolute rock in defence and done really well, and shows an intelligence on the ball for me, Graham. That is really, I mean, you can see the boy going a long way in the game. You can see why yeah. he's an Arsenal player. He he looks he yeah. looks the part to me. Um, I mean, he's
9: impressed me from day one. Um, uh, from the first time I saw him and. You know, mm. you, you can tell, as you say, he's going to go... I think he'll go a long way in the game, you know. I believe Whether so. we can get yeah. him for another season, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I think um, a lot will depend on, on how this this, this season plays. Out. I mean, it's not really predictable, is it, really? I mean, because you're right. I mean, we've, no. we've got to win our last three. And it's only going to take one um, one stroke of bad luck. If we had some good luck today. But if we lose one of those three games, we're probably out of the picture. But I, I just think it's... it's um, a fantastic achievement by, by Gary Rowick. He's taken some justified at times, some cr- justified criticism. You know, I was at Peter, but I don't know if you were there when they were singing, the, uh, his football was shit yeah. and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's ridden through that and it, it must be from his point of view to still be in the mix. That's got to be seen as some achievement. I think, um, yeah. whatever becomes of us now, um, you know, um, so, so well done, well done to him because you know I know at times. Uh, I mean, Harry's crit- been critical of the football, but um, he's been playing with a fairly limited deck of cards, really, isn't he? He's played, he's played a hand. When you look at the state of the squad at, at times, we've, we've had Zach uh, Lovelace and Briscoe, uh, some of the kids on the bench. But so so I also
9: grew with when we was on that. You know that was it. I can't remember how many games. Was it eight games? I think right. we were. It was a very limited squad. And it seemed to we're work better we're when
2: we yeah, were winning. Yeah, when we were winning. Yeah, and
9: when yeah, when great. players started to come back, you know, <laughs> he, I don't know, he did, he didn't seem to know, you know, what he, you know, I'm not saying he didn't know what he was doing, but he seemed to be sport by choice and getting it right, you know. I, I, just, I know today Billy Mitchell played well, but I, I don't he know did. whether I'd like to see Leonard and Saville given a go. But I suppose he's, he's not going to change that to now. You know, for these three games,
2: so other than via nah. injury, uh, which we don't mm. want, of course. I think Billy's Billy's got some really nice touches on the ball. Actually, he showed yeah. it a couple of times during, the course of course, the second half more. Um, I suppose you'd naturally call him a defensive midfielder, really, yeah. uh, Graham, wouldn't you? But he does show some imagination. I, I don't think he shoots enough. We, we need a dangerous midfielder. We need an Alex, an Alex Ray, or uh, that kind of oh, like Tim no, Cahill. Me, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm dropping names. <laughs> I'm dropping some big names here. I know, but that's the kind of player that we 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 need. And I mean, even Saville, to, uh, I suppose, he's closer to that in a sense, but he's not really um, a danger. He doesn't get a sense of danger when he gets forward. But that's 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 part of what we're going to need to search for, find somehow. I well, I think
9: I think it's been said. I mean. I've certainly said it to you on, on, on chat and Ryan yeah. Loft as well. Midfield has been a problem for me for at least two or three seasons. The create side yeah. of the midfield. And yeah. it's whether we can, you know.
2: We we don't seem to get the whole package. Um, I mean, no. this is, I'm dropping some big names there, listeners. I do appreciate Alex, Ray, Tim K, I mean... You know, aim aim high, Nick. But I mean, we 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 had um what's his name Ryan, the ginger-headed player, Ryan Ryan Ryan, Ryan oh, Woods. Woods 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 <laughs> um who could, could pass a ball, who could pass a ball very well actually, very intelligent player, but lacked the Millwall spirit and that that verve to get forwards. When he did get forwards, he actually looked quite good, but he just never seemed to never. And so that was an attempt to solve that problem, Graham. But I think mm. you're right. The, The ability to unlock a defense, which really is how you know. I'm thinking back to Barnes the other day, which has finished as a 4 1 win. Um, but the first half there was nothing, nothing to write home about, was it? And and so was neither was today, to be to be honest. But second half, we seem to come good.
9: We rely so heavily on Jed now, yeah. Obviously, if some if by some we go up. You know, getting the playoffs and go up.
0: Acts of God.
9: <laughs> yeah, he, he he will probably stay. He will probably yeah. stay then. But then you're talking, obviously, another level of a player for in the Premiership. But uh, if 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 it doesn't work out and Jed goes in the summer, then we really do need to, you know, get this creative side of the game. You know, where we're going to find these players. Um, we'd have to build uh, a different
2: type of side. I yeah. think I, th- I think in some ways we, we saw a little bit of what we would probably have to aim to be in the second half, which is not one based around Jed's abilities. Um which we do, you know, we, we, we do miss, but equally we've got to replace it with movement pace and a uh, team approach that isn't you know isn't solely focused about around that one player. But first things first, um, we've still got three yeah. games to go in the season. We're still in. We're now in with a shout, um, subject to other results, which is the the great, um, you know, the, the great unknown. Who was your man of the match today, Graham? Would you pick out one from the side?
9: Yeah, um, I thought um, George Savile had a good game. Um, he was yeah. in and around it for the yeah. whole, you know. And again, I don't think you can fault uh, Ballard and all at, you know, at the back. And
2: Ballard, see Hutt.
9: Hutt's come back yeah. into it, and all I thought. You know, he, he's, you he came easily. Straight
2: in. yeah.
9: Yeah. And if he's gonna play that system, Murray Wallace can fill in for if Malone is now out, you know. Which it
2: looks like he will be. Um, yeah. no, I thought Hutchinson came back in, you know, you expect a bit of rustiness, but he was handing gloves straight into defence and Murray moved out leftwards, which is mm. good. Um Ballard you've named already. Bradshaw, I just he's like wild. I like his in I like his Ruff, industry. Yeah, Bradshaw. yeah, you know, they don't stop running. Uh, and we've mentioned Bart Belkovsky because, um, but for his uh, <laughs> for his miracle stage, we probably wouldn't be quite so happy with the day's work. But um, no, I, I think I'd, I'd probably go with Ballard myself because I think he looked a real solid defender on a, on a difficult day generally for us. So, um, Goodwin On to, on to um, Birmingham on Saturday. Do you fancy us at Birmingham? Do you, um, I suppose it's, um, it's a toss of a coin each game now, isn't it, really?
9: Yeah, I mean... They've, I think they lost again, six today. The six.
2: six. Yeah, won, Lee, so. Lee, Lee Bowie crying his eyes out again. Apparently he's, he wants to be on the brink. Yeah, he's I was going to say, will he,
9: be, he's always, will he be sacked before Saturday?
2: But um, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if we could get him sacked, if we can put a few yeah. goal, goals past him. Um, so they've got 10 in um, the last two, haven't they? and then then here come Millwall you know, let's see what we can get, fantastic afternoon really appreciate you taking time out of your evening, Monday evening, it's a a strange you don't know which day of the week you're in it feels like Saturday, it's actually a Monday isn't it go back to work tomorrow So um, I won't keep you any longer Grail, really appreciate your time mate, thanks for coming on the show
9: Cheers Nick, uh, enjoy coming on
2: we will be back um, after the Birmingham game um which I can't go to. I've got to watch it on I follow as best I can. But we will be producing a post birmingham show. So until the weekend, it's uh, goodbye from me. Goodbye from Graham. Cheers, Nick. And um, arrivederci dirty Millwall. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to After Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please go over to
6: Apple Podcasts and
1: leave us a cheap little Arrivederci Till next time. Who do you want to watch? <coughs>